0: Tickets, please. Tickets, please. All tickets. Tickets, please, sir.
1: Um, uh, sorry, I, I haven't got a ticket.
0: I've got this, though. A vinyl copy of the Beautiful South's greatest hit? I'm sorry, sir. That just won't do. Get a
2: ticket. Not a criminal record. Oh,
3: God. <laughs> okay. I, I,
1: I, I wish to apologise for actually being part of this We didn't realise this was going to be it He just <laughs> added us a bit of paper I like
0: the beautiful self <laughs>
2: Welcome, 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 dear listeners, one and all to this, the latest in a long line of staggering stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I Yes,
1: I am here all by myself.
3: Oh bless. Are we nobody <laughs>
2: <laughs> without my other half, my uh, better half. You are fakeless. Yes, I am just merely Keith. And we have no Scotty, unfortunately. Nope. No. no. no nope. We are yep. cut
0: to the quick. <laughs> to the bone. I don't know what we did to offend them. Mm. I don't oh. know.
3: Everybody, apparently. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Listeners yeah. as well.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs>
2: yeah, we've
0: offended that? the listeners. No <laughs> yeah, one's sent everybody. us any feedback. No? Nobody yeah. loves us anymore. No.
2: No, no I'm gonna go in the garden and eat worms. <laughs> 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 anyway, without further ado, chewing on worms beside is the news with our presidente. Woo! Woo-hoo!
0: Good Omens, TV series on the way. Mm -hmm. After the success of bringing Neil Gaiman's American Gods novel to the TV screen, now they're looking to do the same with Gaiman and Terry Pratchett's novel Good Omens. Taking on the role of the demonic Crowley is some newcomer named uh, David... Tenant? tenant, tenant, oh David Tennant. Mm, okay. Whilst his opposite number, the angel f l is to be played by. So, Azra Farley then <laughs> is to be played by some Welshman named Michael Sheen. Isn't it? Together, they will attempt <laughs> to save the world. Huzzah! Mm. This six-part series is a co-production between the BBC and Amazon. It will appear on BBC One in the UK and Amazon elsewhere sometime in twenty eighteen. That sounds
1: interesting. Yes, yeah, I can see them in the roles.
2: Yes, mm. very mm. much.
1: After having read the book and listened to the BBC.
2: Version, the audio The, the play, audio radio red,
1: radio play. Yeah. I can see them quite easily both
2: in, in the roles. Okay, yeah. That's and the question guy. is, are they both going to try and take credit for the M25? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no,
0: it was
1: Milton Keynes.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they both tried to
1: take credit for Milton Keynes. See,
0: I haven't read or seen Good Omens. Uh, I shall so have to le- lend you the, uh, the audio, the, the disc. So this will be interesting. Yes. It's nice to see David in another yeah. series um, as the, well the best, the, best
1: way mm. to, uh, the best way to sum it up is the Omen films. Uh. In- yeah, the Omen mm, film. Instead,
0: the inspiration yeah, in
1: instead it, yeah. of the devil going to the American ambassador, he goes to a
2: chartered accountant in Lower Kingswood.
0: Ah, okay. <laughs> so usual kind of quirkiness. Yes. Yeah.
2: And I want to know who are going to play the four bikers of the apocalypse. Oh, yes. Mm. yeah, mm-hmm. The hairy bikers. Yes.
0: <laughs> never, never. Well, the, never, that would should be quite good. Get the hairy bikers to just play <laughs> the, the four bikers. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, the,
3: when
1: it was originally been written, the inspiration for war was Kate eighty, Kate Eighty, that's right, yeah. Because <laughs> yes. she, she was a news reporter mm. and war would break out around her. Mm.
2: Yep. <laughs> and are they going to have the scene with Elvis? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: so about 80 now, so possibly. Mm, maybe. Possibly, Fli- yeah? Flipping burgers outside a football ground in yeah? the Midlands, yep. yeah. <laughs> Having the hairy bikers as, um, you know, the four bikers of the apocalypse. Mm. Yeah. they have a ro- uh, show on Planet Rock on Tuesday night, yeah. so they're still live? are they? Yeah.
1: They're still with disgust.
2: Mm, it's an un, unusual, intriguing combination of uh, heavy rock and cookery tips. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Galaxy Quest! Oh, yeah. Ooh. By Grabthar's Hammer. <laughs> TV series may yet happen. Ooh. Yes. Back in September 2015, we reported that there was an attempt by Amazon again to create a TV series based on the classic Star Trek spoof film *Galaxy Quest*. The original cast were set to reprise their roles, and then <laughs> Alan Rickman dropped dead. Was it out of spite? Adam, I think you're probably well he dropped dead <laughs> yeah. out of spite. He couldn't put up with that makeup. <laughs> Just so matter of fact. <laughs> then Alan Rickman dropped dead. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Keith. That's okay. Now they are moving ahead. Again, presumably leaving it up to someone else to grab Grabthar's hammer. Paul Shear has been brought on board as the new writer. He's also known as comedian, actor, producer, and director. See his series NTSF SD SUV. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which also features a certain yeah. <laughs> Gillen for proof of that. Yes. Shear said. Without giving too much away, I don't think there's ever been a better time to continue the Galaxy Quest story, with the explosion and popularity of sci-fi films in recent years. To be able to create and be a part of this world is just mind-blowing, and I'm approaching this truly as, as I'd like to see as a fan. It is currently unclear if they still intend to bring, out, bring back any or all of the surviving cast. How this will compare to Seth MacFarlane's potentially very similar TV series, The Orville, is also uncertain right yeah. now. Mm.
1: That's something I was going to say, but you beat me to it. Something yeah. I'm going to point out is basically this is now being done as The Orville yeah, by Seth MacFarlane. Although
3: I presume in that case they're not actors who have been put into no, their, No, I think their their it's. fictional it's, roles.
1: I yeah, well, this is, this is it. is it this. <laughs> I'm sorry, i thought she was having a turn there is it the play to have you finished the the, the uh pills it's last, the orville yeah yeah, yeah. i mean I've the question heard, i've not heard of the orville I sh- when we finished i shall show you a trailer
2: mm, the question I'm not is sure does keith harris sure. have his fist no no yeah. don't, don't go there don't go there
1: because the, that'll be the third trek like show that is being broadcast
3: yeah and std's a
2: spoof as mm. well isn't it clear
1: yeah.
3: yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ow, Gene Roddenberry wouldn't be so, so much turning in his grave as all spinning. Like, they
1: can connect him up, mm, power oh, the country. Yeah.
2: Victor Pemberton,
4: dead. dead.
3: Writer of Doctor Who's Fury from the Deep and his novelisation and the 1976 audio Doctor Who and the Pescatons and his novelisation have bobbed off his mortal coil, aged 85. A good innings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not bad. Pempton also script-edited to the Tomb of Cybermen, penning that famous scene where the Doctor mentions his family. Uh Perhaps culturally even more important was his creation of the lighthouse keeper, the UK version of Fraggle Rock.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's not a lot no. you can say to that, No, really. no I, I, I'm going to refuse to respond to that one.
0: <laughs> We're losing more and more of the old guard.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: yeah. It, so he, it's, it's natural. Poor old William Russell must be, every morning be waking up to find yeah. out if he popped his clog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Just making sure he's presumably still alive. He created yeah. the
3: sonic screwdriver in that case. Yes. He did. Oh, yes. Yes. He it's yeah. all his fault. Did yeah. he <laughs> ever get wrote his threat? Doubt it. Probably, Probably not. not mm. in
1: those days, no. It would be the BBC properties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he right. wrote out Victoria too, didn't he? Yes, He died only
3: a couple of weeks short, or short, back. short while ago. Yes.
1: Any addendums? Then I have a couple of addendums. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Brian Aldiss. Oh, yes. Dead. Dead, dead, Yeah, this happened oh, this afternoon. It's, it's afternoon, yeah, afternoon. This afternoon, yeah. This for, for us, this is hot off the press. It is. It's mm-hmm. a week yeah. old by
3: the time you hear this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I am not going to attempt to list the amount of books that he's written.
3: No, have I done that you know, so so, uh, Surely
1: some of the, some of them are, are staples of sci-fi. Mm-hmm. But he uh, made it to the age of ninety-two. Oh, that is a good innings. Mm, that, good innings. Yes. Excellent innings uh, in mm. my book. Yeah, prolific writer. Mm. Mm. He's mentioned in the, along the lines of uh, Arthur C. Clarke. The same. Yeah, yeah,
2: he's very much of that stable, isn't he? Yes. I yeah. suppose he's uh, probably the last of that group. Ilk. Mm. yeah. Well, cl- yeah, classic sci-fi writers. Yes. Oh. Mm. Yeah.
0: He hasn't had much turned into to films, though. It's, it's more he is a literary science fiction mm. yes. writer yeah. Yeah. than someone that's been...
1: I think it's a sort of case of watching what has happened to his uh, contemporaries. Mm. Mm.
3: Did write for uh, Arthur C, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it worked out rather well. Oh.
1: I have another addendum. Okay, then. Yes, about a year, two years ago, and it's a little... Thing that I've been following, but Lock and Key was bought by Hulu. All oh, yes. right, yeah, yes. yep, yep. Uh, we've now had the first. Casting beginning to leak out. They have cast someone for uh, a part. Uh, Francis O'Connor is to be play the the mother. Lockie. Okay. Should I know her? She was the mother in AI a couple of years ago. Ah. She was also. She she seems to have played a lot of mothers. She was a the mother in The Conjuring Part Two, which was um, about two years ago. She's playing to type. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know. Lock and Key, the comic books, were excellent. They were very good. It then had a TV pilot by Fox, yes. which again the reputation that it got was excellent it was mm. one of the best things out so fox shelved it yeah cancelled can, it yeah. didn't didn't mm. carry through nice. and it's also gone to an, an audio version on amazon audible Ooh. which again yes. i would recommend if you mm. get the chance it, it is very good
3: it was and it was free as well at the time was, at the time it isn't now i don't think yeah but, uh, I, actually i do have an addendum which I saw today. Lucky that uh, Fake Keith isn't here for this one. Mm. It's a role playing one. I think <laughs> it's the month of my last addendum. i, think ah, I yeah, yeah. From you, <laughs> then. Go for it. Yeah, Go for yeah. it. Uh, fancy Flight Games are republishing the West End game yeah. source books, or yeah. two of them. 30 years old, they are. Yeah. Mm. So the, the main role playing game and the first uh, source The first source uh, book. What I love. What is West End? uh West
1: End, I think they're now defunct. They're mm. gone. Yeah, they're, they're gone. Gone, gone. gone yeah, the way of all organic matter They did the oh,
3: big right. Star Wars role playing game back in the late 80s. I think
1: an interesting point what i clocked is the source book mm-hmm. was many things that appeared in the source book for the first time and now classed as star wars canon or at least in legends yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so they yeah. took they took every virtually everything oh, from so the, it from the uh, role-playing mm-hmm. source yeah book. yeah i yeah. remember
3: reading the um the throne trilogy yeah and it had stuff that clearly came from the source book yeah some of the ships and yeah was, uh, yeah at least one of the ships was based on the little palatoy unofficial ship yeah. which then got put in the source book and then came into <laughs> <laughs> the thrawn. And then
1: they made a Palatoy version of the Palatoy. <laughs> Maybe, I <don't> yeah. Know. <laughs> So i remember the um the old interdictor cruisers yeah the illustration for them is now the shape of the interdictor cruiser yeah
3: they've appeared in rebels haven't they? Yeah, so yeah. they are canon
1: they are now canon yeah
3: yeah i've got the original so i've I'd,
1: got the original somewhere
3: they've added a couple of pages at the beginning of beginning an I've intro put a forward a forward. forward but beyond that they're it's identical exactly to the, the same yeah
1: it's what struck me is you had all the imperial ships drawn to size mm-hmm. and the, the ships were over two pages and then they had the silhouette yeah. of the Super Star Destroyer mm. to size, which was eight pages yeah. <laughs> so it was in it was played in silhouette behind the writing mm, until yeah. you got to the illustration page where it's mm. actually drawn and then goes into <laughs> silhouette again those are great books yeah yeah i remember yeah. reading them
3: just fun just just to read them yeah it's a, it's a
1: bar as i said it's a good job karen isn't here because this is a
2: blast from my past
1: yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. shame they're not doing the imperial source book at least not yet yeah
2: as part of this I yeah. wonder how many pages the Death Star would take up. <laughs> Any more? We are addendum doubt. Nope. That's end of the news. Woo! Dear listeners, we've all been listening to a big finished play, haven't we? Uh-huh. We uh-huh. have. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Let's just say the words power. Are you going to play with that? Mm, very much so. Mm. And the words play, featuring the title. And not much else. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's it called? Power, power play? Play power. <laughs> well, not play pal.
1: This is one of the big finished discs, mm. and yes. it belongs to their lost. Story lost stories? S- line. I, so it, in what context is it lost? Well, it? it's it's a sixth Doctor story, and mm. I think it was originally designed, written as part of the hiatus season. Mm. They got partially away f- through writing the scripts and everything, and then the whole thing got locked, ch- chucked out as the Doctor who was put in hiatus in 1986.
0: Mm, so big finish, get the hands on it, mm. dust it off, yep. finish it off, and put some actors into rooms yep. and say... We called it. Mm. Mm. Poking mm. with the stick. They do it as um, a four-part story as well, because yeah. it's in that theme. So you've, you've got the f- one disc has two episodes, and then you get your two episodes. Yeah, so you as, actually have the intermittent music. As, as it would have been broadcast. As it would have yeah. been
3: broadcast, and as Big Fish tend to do with all their classic
2: Who yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. How many discs is it, and um, how many of the Doctors participate? It's... Two discs and it's only the sixth Doctor. Mm. But
1: two assistants. But two assistants, Mm. yes.
3: Now, was it originally written with having Victoria come back? Do we know? Was that something Big Finish brought to it?
1: I Mm. really don't know. I think it may have been originally written as a return of Victoria. OK. I think, though I wouldn't swear to it.
0: So we have Barbara Gilliam Brown, Ooh, and yep, the, the Doctor's mm-hmm. assist, this doctor assistant. Mm-hmm. The TARDIS gets fiddled with yep. in space. <laughs> mm. They've been chased by the cops. Yeah. <laughs> Against as, uh, her will. Yeah. They end up Nina, on Earth, Nina. and they just happen to park near where one Victoria Waterfield is joining in an anti-nuclear protest. Or Vic, who she's now
1: called. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep.
0: <laughs> who gets whipped off to a spaceship, accidentally mistaken as the assistant of the doctor though they don't realize she's a doctor's assistant yeah <laughs> and it all goes a bit complicated yeah, a after bit pathetic mm. <laughs> it, it
3: reminds me a lot of a third doctor story yes you've got big industrial complex yeah uh, side yeah, because first we saw, a definitely You've got to take a bunch of protesters.
1: Yeah. There's very, very Green Death vibe
2: in yeah. there. Yeah, without the maggots. And which in, are using this company well, as a front. Yeah, or, if yeah. they're dealing with nuclear waste. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. what was it in um, the Green Death? It was petrol, petroleum wastes, mm-hmm. oil right. waste, oil mm-hmm. waste. What was it? You've it also was a refinery. Got
0: some slightly hapless reptilian police officers. Yeah. That for some reason are after the doctor for crimes that, I don't know, I've he, only got halfway through, so I'm not sure they get me. Ancient, no. crimes, he does he, get
1: to yeah, crimes he didn't commit. He's been set up, basically, yes. by the dun, real villain dun, of the piece. Yeah. Conveniently, yeah. Um,
0: so they're after him as well. Yeah. And Vicky gets taken over by them. Vicky?
3: Yeah. Victoria, not Vicky. Victoria.
0: Vic, well, yeah. Vic, Victoria. <laughs> so I'm halfway is... through. Yeah. Mm. Only because I've been listening into the car. I'm going to listen on the way back home, the rest of it. I quite enjoyed it. It took me a moment to get Victoria's image in my head from the voice because she is obviously much, much older in this, but she's also playing it much, much older. Uh, older. She's not yeah. trying to be Victoria when no, she No, it's it. No, mm. it's
1: not... The, the teenage victoria no, if no. anything i'd say it's more sort of
3: a, a 60
1: perhaps even 70 I year old victoria
3: set in the 80s yeah and when was she dropped off what 66. year mm.
2: 66 so yeah mm, what were these early police boys at the playeric dominion that's it mm. yes yeah I, they just seem to be some
3: random police element. i think i think mm.
2: yeah it's just convenient police
3: yeah nowadays we obviously
2: have Jadoon. Doing yeah, that yes, job. yeah. well, the, the Jadun, Jadun and... are more of a freelancer, uh, peacekeeping. Force. Yeah, if, if
1: now if it was nowadays, it would be the Jadoon mm. and the Shadow Proclam-
2: Proclamation. Mm, yeah, but yeah. Uh, apparently the doctors refer to as the Destroyer of Worlds in this one. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Is
1: a, he is set up by the 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 chief villain, who is a
3: Destroyer of Worlds. Yeah. on contract.
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a world assassin? I think he is a world actual, assassin. Yeah. that was his actual title. If yeah, I remember, try to right
3: spoil really. it too much, regime But yeah. <laughs> oh no, no, sorry.
0: <laughs> you you can. <laughs>
3: the ultimate villain who, who hired him was a surprise, although I don't know if we've ever actually
0: We haven't met... actually ever seen that particular no. character. He's no. only ever been we, we, mentioned. She,
1: yeah, he's only been mentioned by two doctors. You yeah.
0: can say the name.
3: A terrible Zodin. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the right, Sixth yes, Doctor
1: mentions Zodian, her yes. yeah. to Perry mm-hmm. Yes. in a televised episode. Uh, it, it, uh, Attack of the Cybermen? I think so, yeah. It's Attack of the Cybermen, off yeah. ch- yeah, an off-the-cuff reference. Yeah. And I think yeah. the mm-hmm. se- Second Doctor mentioned her in Five Doctors. Uh,
2: five Doctors. Yeah. 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 Oh, speaking of unintentional um, mentions and such, apparently one of the staff members at the Nuclear Plong, yeah shouts, Dope! after being assaulted by victoria yeah
3: oh really okay <laughs> a
1: little uh,
2: shout out yeah to a homer simpson yeah
0: i quite yeah. liked the fact that victoria doesn't recognize the doctor yeah it because didn't. she knows the doctor as the third doctor second second doctor yeah, yeah. she's never seen him regenerate no. she doesn't nope. know he can regenerate He's a
3: time lord she that, doesn't know he's a time Lord. Yeah. great until after her time um
0: and i like the fact they continued with that and it took the doctor to persuade her looking in the eyes to look me in the eyes Mm. but i like that interesting idea that if an assistant had traveled with they don't tend to nowadays no but if a assistant traveled with the doctor and not seen them regenerate and didn't know about it that's it yeah Yeah. with donna if she didn't didn't have the whole incident she would never know that the doctor regenerates so Mm. if she then bumped into the 13th doctor yeah yeah but I also like the fact that they could then use that kind of idea with the new Doctor. They could, because although, it would still be yeah, there still in f- the eyes. Yeah. You
3: can't get through a season of Doctor without uh, regeneration coming
2: up in some oh, way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, but Apparently Victoria was, uh, was informed of uh, you know, the regeneration by you know, by you know, yeah. Yeah, Perry. Yeah, 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 Perry, of course, had seen it. Yeah, so yeah. there's a, yeah. a feeling
1: during the actual
2: story. Yeah,
1: but at yeah. the
0: beginning of it, yeah. she's Victoria's told to find... And she actually thinks that the person that's running around with the TARDIS has stolen the TARDIS ah, from the doctor mm. and has stolen his identity because he isn't the doctor. Yeah, yeah
3: that's well, in many different. ways it's a more reasonable thing to think, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which I thought was actually quite a nice nice little twist on the usual reaction mm. of the, the yeah. assistant. I'm think- not sure
3: I quite buy her just looking into his eyes and then suddenly thinking, Oh, it's the doctor <laughs> <No>. mm. <laughs> I suppose I've both got blue eyes. Does that count? I don't
1: know. <laughs> no, it was the,
0: the authoritative, the calmness. She, li- she lists yeah. all his
1: virtues. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to be rather negative. I don't oh, yeah. think it could have been anyone. Didn't necessarily have to be Victoria. No, could have, no. It, could have been any of the companions. Yeah, she just screamed a bit. I don't think it did her any services. Big Finish have in the past, and quite a few of the actors and actresses like it because it expands on the characters' roles and expands on their history. Mm. This I didn't think did her any favours. Not Myself.
3: really. All it said is that she would integrated herself into 1980s yeah. life, so she wasn't totally a fish out of water anymore. She was doing good works yeah. to save the planet, as yeah. she do. But beyond that, perhaps, perhaps it, if she'd have done more, perhaps if
1: you know, maybe rejoined and maybe had a, a series. But
3: well, yeah, she was offered to join the Doctor, but didn't. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit surprised they did that because yeah. uh, it was clearly a good opportunity for them to have.
1: Oh yeah, Harry and s- Victoria span off on a, on a series of stories. That Way, but. So
0: she was very much almost like a, a guest appearance yes by, yeah
1: um mm
0: but possibly not used to her full I, potential. I, I don't
1: think they used her to her full potential. But then, To be fair, I don't expanded. think she ever was in the TV
3: series mm. either, so maybe well, it's he, fitting. You
1: certainly, he certainly <laughs> get the vibe from the TV series that she wasn't happy and she didn't like this adventuring. She she wanted a a, a quiet life. Yeah, and clearly
3: mm. that's changed. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, so I'm you know, i rather negative, but I don't think it did her any favours no, myself.
3: I thought it was fine. My only problem is often with, with these big finishes is that it's just a bit a little too long <laughs> I've had that complaint for quite a while yeah. since they started doing box sets it really highlighted to me that sometimes a more focused story on a, just a single disc maybe works a bit better than spreading over two mm. but that's the format they had at the yeah. time I mean, and they did a good job of filling out the two discs yeah. but, uh, but
0: they're very much emulating the stories yeah. as I would transmit. and again even back then you know you had the odd four parter that even now you watch it and it flies past Yeah, but- and then you've got the odd four five yeah. Parter, parter. <laughs> You've got the odd four-parter where you can really see the filler Paddle. bits and the yeah. padding and the repeats. The escape, and, the,
1: yeah. yeah. capture, escape, capture. And of escape. course,
0: the, yeah, that's the problem: is that we, we don't have cliffhangers now, but they had to have three cliffhangers in there or two cliffhangers. Yeah. Yeah, so that had to be written into yeah. the story. Whilst it's fun in its own right, it can also stop the flow of the story. Oh,
3: yeah. I think it's generally better on audio than it is on TV. Mm. Yeah. Old. Oh, who, Classic Who, had a real problem with spending half the episode working up to a cliffhanger and then half an episode working back down from a cliffhanger and not really getting much done besides yeah. resolving. And First episode and last episode. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just recently watched The Deadly Assassin. And whilst mm-hmm. the whole Matrix bit is really interesting, doesn't actually add a It to doesn't that. add a lot and it yeah. could have been a heck of a bit. It was like, we need to do this for an episode. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. some great visuals and stuff it's, like that. Oh,
0: yeah, um, good acting and everything. Nice else. idea.
3: But it doesn't actually move the plot a lot yeah
0: let so say what i've heard of it so far i've enjoyed it it's mm-hmm. it's nice to f- hear the interaction between another doctor and another assistant mm-hmm. i'm not sure it's going to be one i'd go back to too often i mean there's a lot of b- big finishes so you tend yeah. to only revisit your favorites as yeah. yeah, someone we says
3: know. well yeah give it a few years and you will forget and
1: yeah it's, it it's, not, it's mm. n- not being nasty to it but there's nothing stand out mm. nothing that yeah, grabs but, you, to bring you back to listen to it again. Yeah, no. but there again, having haven't,
2: um, yeah. um, haven't recently listened to uh, the Colin Baker playing uh, Professor Grey mm. in um you know, Jago and Lightfoot. Yeah, you know, I always get you know I get the impression they sort of, they do enjoy themselves doing these big. Oh, things. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, they you know they do enjoy doing them.
2: Yeah, It's not just a paycheck. Mm, oh it boy, is yeah. No,
3: no, no. I think Colin in particular really relishes the fact mm-hmm. he can do his doctor justice. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Very much he so, wasn't yeah. really given the chance
1: on TV. Yeah, uh, old Sixty is completely different from what was televised. Mm-hmm. He People gets got to, got to play televised. him
0: how he wanted to yeah. play oh, him. Yeah, as
3: opposed to uh, yeah. how he was told to play oh. yeah. Yeah. it. Yeah, pigeonholed into that, that violent doctor yeah. thing that he was for so long. And, and that... Costume, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. which was commented upon in this play. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I have to say, it's one of those ones that I'm not sure I'd want to go out and spend a fair bit of money on. But if I saw 15 it, pound, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, if but if I saw it, sort of like in one of their deals or mm. someone yeah. yeah, yeah, over on eBay yeah. or something mm. for five, mm-hmm. I'd,
3: I'd grab this. Also, the first time that Debbie Watney had done a Doctor Who with a different Doctor. Yeah,
1: most That's of the time, interesting. it wasn't. She was just utilized in narration. Yeah. Companion Chronicle
3: isn't bad, yeah. yeah so yeah it's, it's worth a listen I yeah, and yeah. it's not a bad story no there's quite
2: a lot going on yeah no. <laughs> dear listeners it's time once again in our podcast to discuss those things that wash up on both our literary and auditory shores mm-hmm. in another episode of Flotsam and Jetsam <laughs> Well, do
3: you want to kick it off is is your yeah. idea to a second
2: mm-hmm. right, let me think what have I been perusing and reading and watching recently well you watching that <laughs> <laughs> No, I've recently started on the uh, box set of Defying Gravity. Oh, oh yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good series. It's on B- I think it was on BBC Two about eight years ago, something like that, 2009, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it follows the same premise as the BBC docudrama Space Odyssey, Odyssey Voyage to the Planets. Mm-hmm. A grand tour of the solar system lasting six years, okay. uh, sort of featuring the ship, the Antares, with a crew of eight. Unlike the aforementioned uh, voyage to the planets, Defying Gravity does have a slight soupçon of um, extraterrestrial influence in it.
3: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, not whereas. Quite as hard SF as.
2: Uh... Yes, yeah, SF as opposed to all science facts and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what could possibly happen. Yeah.
0: That's what mm. science fiction used to be. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I think now they call it speculative fiction. Speculative,
2: mm. Mm. <laughs> Even though it suffered from Fox disease.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. didn't
2: last for long no just the one season I mean I think the original plan was to have two more seasons because I think I mean, as I say, I've only just started watching it and uh, so it's been a while since I've seen it on TV I think they visited Mars and um, Venus and a couple of other planets because I think they had about sort of seven planets on the agenda okay yeah, and uh, it's basically sort of using the same premise as a uh, space odyssey sort of slingshot around the sun to yeah, sort of reach the uh, outer planets of the solar system mm. it is a very watchable uh, series there is quite a strong spiritual aspect to it as well as well as um, an extraterrestrial influence as well I mean I would recommend it it only lasted one season but it does pack in a lot in 13 episodes so I would recommend it mm. and that's what I'm reading at the moment back with Greg Bear again oh, okay. and I'm reading a novel called Take Back the Sky Ooh, Okay, the third and final part in a trilogy it's hard military SF okay mm. and forever uh, war style yeah very much so yes Okay. Mm. spoiler music spoiler music <laughs> they all die <laughs> <laughs> well without going too much into it earth has been at war with this race you know which they call the Antags, for about 20 or 30 years and now prior to the events of this story this race humanity calls the gurus turned up on earth and helped wealthy nations of earth advance technologically mm-hmm. so they could fight the Antags. but unfortunately the gurus have a hidden agenda Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and
4: that's,
2: that's all I'm saying. As I say, it's very much like, um, well, Starship Troopers. Uh, yeah, as you say, the Forever War. Mm-hmm. Very hard sort of sort of uh, military science fiction. Yeah, mm. sort of. it's narrated in the first person by this very sort of hard bitten, world weary sort of a uh, grunt. Sounds quite good. Mm. All right, who's next?
1: Ah, uh, myself. I work, I have been enduring uh, lunch hour. I've <laughs> been watching uh, Orphan Black. Oh yeah, yeah. I've yep. been. I I watched the first two seasons of it when it first was broadcast, and then lost track of it. Mm. I think in the states, the last season has just wrapped, so they're putting the last season on Netflix at the moment. So I'm uh, working my way up there. I've got as far as the last season, season five. I'm about third episode in. Okay, so that has mm. been taking up a lot of my time. I must I, do
3: the same. I I lost track somewhere around season two as well. Yeah. Start from the beginnings. I've forgot le- half of the uh, important plot points. So
1: we have leaders, we have casters, we have uh, bio bugs, and all manner of things going on with the clones. Oh, so, okay. Yes, mm-hmm.
3: yes. Things have mm-hmm. moved on a bit.
1: Things have moved on. We've got two sets. We've got females, leaders, and casters, which are the male set of clones, which have gone into the military. Which mm. is interesting. All the intrigue and and backbiting and basically squabbling that is going on there. It's, okay. it's quite interesting. Has gripped me. Mm. Also, Gene, have you watched the rest of Stranger Things yet? No! No? I, I... I sat, you are going to wax lyrical about. Well, aren't I, I sat I, my. I will. I will. I will. I sat I'm my so colleague Ill. down the last time she was down, and we watched four episodes in a row. Well, three,
0: three and a bit. Episodes. Well, three and a yeah. bit.
1: And because of that, I had to sit down and watch the other four <laughs> myself afterwards
2: because <laughs> so I, like, I got bitten again. Yeah, you're going to have to arrange another cheesy balls evening. Yes, mm.
3: definitely, <laughs> <big definitely>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um be one. Yes, I, you know, for Stranger Things.
1: Yes. I, I just rewatched the whole of Stranger Things. I think season. 2's coming out halloween just before halloween yeah just a couple of a couple of weeks away a couple of months away as you listen to this uh if you haven't seen stranger things it's on netflix only at the moment my suggestion is watch it 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 watch it
3: i think it's on dvd too if you want to
1: i would love to tell you about it you can't tell anyone about it because it's spoilers it is all
2: dvd yet
1: it is it's only It's only eight episodes long, and it's very plot-driven. So you have to watch... Eight, mm. the all eight episodes yeah i'd it hate is, to
0: try and paraphrase it down yeah
1: it is beautiful it's brilliant the kids in it there are four 11 year old kids are outstanding
2: actors mm. oh mm. and one thing we must do in the show notes is put in a link to the uh charlie brown christmas version oh yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> yes yeah, so I'll, I'll have YouTube, to play yeah. that to yeah. you later <laughs> <laughs> as well yeah
1: yeah no it's excellent watch it our final thing i've been doing reading wise i think next month is the latest peter grant book it's, it's novella it's mm, only 128 it's pages only 100. so in preparation of that i've been steaming all over my way through the four previous books four it's more than four isn't it? more than four five previous books i can't remember off the top of my head um it's, six. <laughs> it's basically a metropolitan policeman who's been recruited by the metropolitan magical uh, department yes. and they he takes cares of ghosts ghoulies <laughs> wiccans <laughs> hmm. monsters and also the personifications of the river thames
0: Yep, and all its
1: It's 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 uh, Mm -hmm. sphere, namely... All its tributaries mm. as well. So, again, Would if you, you like
0: to join the River Fleet, yes, please, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Splash! I fell in the water!
1: <laughs> so, if you get the chance to uh, get, the uh, read any of those, I recommend them. They're by Ben Aronovich, mm-hmm. who did some of the more better classic uh, Doctor Who stories. Mm. the Remembrance.
3: Remembrance, yeah. I may mention any that one later. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay, <Yes>. okay. <laughs> well, that's what I've been up to. Yep.
0: I'm kind of having a revisit. Oh. Cool. The uh, listening to Jago and Lightfoot's the other day got me the bug for that, so I've been catching.
1: I know what you haven't been doing.
0: You haven't watched the best of Stranger (laughs) Things. No, no, I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've been. I'm up to Voyage to Venus. I went from. Uh, disc one for Jago and Lightfoot up to a Voyage of Venus which I'm thoroughly enjoying listening to in the car Are yeah,
3: they good No um, shame being no more those. Yeah, although yeah. Um,
0: Jago is going to be at Hooverville we must yes. plug Hooverville
3: Hooverville plug plug
0: yeah. plug um, other than that it's Benjamin. been two revisits I unfortunately sorry I, I started <laughs> watching Stargate SG-1 from oh, the start oh. <laughs> That's,
1: <laughs> That's a lot of stuff to yeah, watch yeah that
0: is phenomenal about oh, well, I know yeah. I've seen Episodes, all, I know. Oh. I've got through season one, I'm part way through season two. Oh, um, I have a feeling that I'll probably lose interest at the same point <laughs> I did the second time. <laughs> um, but literary wise, again, I'm doing a revisit. I'm reading the Mega Mog Midnight Mare by Kate Griffin. Oh, that's and, a, yes, that is a very I'm good I'm Far urban enough fantasy. away from it to have forgotten yeah. the story enough. Yeah, I do love it. It's it's so kind of like if anyone had to do a rewrite of a Neil Gaiman for TV, mm. I want it to be Kate Griffin. If anyone had to do a rewrite of a Kate Griffin for TV, mm. I want it to be mm. Neil oh, Ga- yeah, Gaiman. Because very... they are so similar in <laughs> yeah. their writing. They're, they're both mm. that same kind of angel dust comes from real angels yeah. <laughs> and that kind of thing. And I'm thoroughly enjoying reading it they're, again.
1: They were good books. Yeah. yeah. Mm.
0: But no, um, sorry, I haven't watched Strangers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to be asking you this question on the next podcast. Maybe we should review it. <laughs> 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 All
2: right, cheesy balls evening. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, me, what have I been doing? I've been listening to the audiobook of We Are Bob, We Are Legion. Oh. Mm.
0: Is it a reading, as in, is it someone sitting there reading it to you, or is it done as an audio play? It's an audio book. So it's a read, it's a, yeah. what I call a reading book rather than a playbook. Yeah. Alexa started reading to me the, um, <laughs> sorry Alexa, shush. <laughs> started reading to me the um, Marquess's Coat. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Oh, she doesn't read very well. Oh, <laughs> no, There is actually...
3: BBC did an audio, audio play. Audio yes.
0: Uh, no, she was reading my audio book yeah. version I'd got from my Kindle. Yeah,
3: best to get a professional actor to actually read <laughs> this even. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a novel by Dennis E. Taylor, apparently, and it's about a guy from our age, a science fiction fan, who uh, gets killed in a car accident. Accident and has his head preserved then wakes up in the future yeah. to find that his brain had been scanned and he's basically now a computer <laughs> and he's sent off as a von Neumann probe yeah. out into the solar system and beyond mm-hmm. to colonise other worlds it's, uh, yeah. interesting. it's a strange idea and he clones himself being a von Neumann so, probe. Yeah, von Neumann yeah. machine yeah. yeah it's really good uh, mm. I'm actually on to the second book now mm-hmm. I definitely oh, recommend that, that, dream, okay. that was, yeah. Yeah. also TV wise I've started watching about halfway through I think episode six ish the defenders marvels the oh defenders. yes yes yeah to catch up on that one. which is the one they promised us all those years ago when they started this whole endeavor of getting the the four yeah main people together daredevil mm-hmm. um, jessica jones, jones mm-hmm. uh, luke, cage. luke cage and, and iron, iron, iron fist
1: Who yeah. <laughs> didn't see him punch the air when he
3: said that <laughs> iron heart <laughs> <laughs> and oh. it's alright yeah. but I must admit every time they every episode they have to get into an obligatory fight yeah, <laughs> and you know it's middle of the season they're fighting the bad guys the bad guys get, get away scot-free the good guys are going to get away scot-free nothing's going to happen Yeah, <laughs> it's a pointless fight <laughs> it's, it's not <laughs> going to move the plot forward at all oh, mm. why do they do it
2: <laughs> well, yeah <laughs> obligatory fight it's yeah, yeah. Seems like a Scouse wedding there, though
3: <laughs> it's <laughs> a shame and they're not even particularly interesting fights I don't
2: know oh, oh oh dear
3: but beyond that it's quite interesting what they're doing they've got Scorny Weaver in there Mm -hmm. I know there's
1: some big names in there yeah it's
3: all back to the the hand we've seen before yeah it's potentially really good stuff I think it's going to ramp up the second half and it's good to see them together Mm. their interactions
0: is that on Netflix or Amazon or
3: that's Netflix? Netflix one. Yeah, yeah, Netflix original that. Which I don't know what happens now that Disney are talking about taking away. because yeah, that's their all. content. Yeah, mm. this is Disney, but it's Disney. It's Marvel. By,
1: mm, it's Marvel. Netflix. Which is a subsidiary of Disney, yeah. but yeah. it's made by Netflix. Yeah, so Presumably yeah, that's that's going to be immune. Confused. Mm. Yeah.
3: yeah,
0: you will
1: be. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting backroom wranglings going mm-hmm. over yeah. that one.
3: And it's been a long time since we last did a Floss from Jetson, but uh, many films I watched, the one I would point out most is Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2, <laughs> which is now out. On uh, DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah. At least the States it already is. is out right. here yeah. in a week or so.
2: And we'll have to put in the show notes the... Um, Guardians the of the yeah, The rather pop-tastic video. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: Going mm. yeah. to be a lot of show notes. Which is <laughs> yeah. brilliant.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stupid. And,
3: yes. <laughs> Great film,
0: though. Oh, something for our show notes. Well, for our website. I... Whilst digging through a cupboard, I found an audio tape. Oh, good grief. Which Bill's going to convert down to CD for me, or MP3, which we can put up onto our website. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. An interview with David Banks from back in nineteen eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Yeah. All yeah, right, yeah. I can't remember. It's all written on there what I, where I did the interview from, <laughs> but yes. Yeah. So, oh, that could be quite interesting. Yeah. I, I can't even remember what we talked about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, it was
2: 30 years ago.
0: I know. So, yes, I'll get that up and we can get it onto the website. uh,
3: Yeah, that's really good, yeah. Games. I picked up a Nintendo Switch and I've been playing Zelda Breath of the Wild, Ah. which is the system seller of the Switch. Yeah. Abby Mm -hmm. says it's a great game and it is. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> it is a really good game. And
2: dare I ask what happened to the Nintendo Wii?
3: I still have my Wii and my oh. Wii U. Mm-hmm. I nearly bought this for the Wii U. It's out on the Wii U too, but ah. I thought, I quite like the idea of being able to play it on the move.
2: Yeah, mm. it's because the Switch you can take.
1: Switch.
3: Yeah. Anywhere. So you can plug it in, play it on your TV, mm. or you can undock it and just play it as ah. you sit in front of the TV watching something else. Mm. Yeah.
0: So it's almost like the old Nintendo it's like Game Boy a, type mm. thing.
3: Yeah, like a, almost like a DS sort of thing, but you plug it in and it ah. goes to your TV then. Mm. You know, there's high def graphics and all that sort of thing. No, she I had have to go the other week. Yeah, you were yeah. playing. Box. Death thing. Squared, or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, she's a puzzle game. Quite good, too. Okay. Is that I it? I think hmm.
0: it is. Jane, Oh, well, before <laughs> season two. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of doctors. Yes. Oh. We're going to talk about when the Doctor was first the Doctor. For you. Or rather, when we felt that the actor playing the role finally got the character for us individually. Yes.
1: Okay, first question. Which oldest Doctor can you remember? Mm. I, the first, first... When was the first actor? An actor rather than the Doctor. Mm.
0: I don't know if this qualifies. When they re-found Tomb of the Cybermen... Yeah. ...we were lucky enough to go and see the screening. Yeah. I let out an involuntary little scream. (laughs) Just before, you before, watching Victoria at the time. No, <laughs> just before the Cyberman grabbed the doctor's, the doctor's ankle, oh, yeah. yeah, and I so remember that i it was like there's this three year old kid in my head screaming because mm. the doctor was about to <laughs> i remember the scene, I knew what was coming as soon, <laughs> so I, I obviously... think you're little aren't you <laughs>
4: <laughs> so I
0: obviously must have I would have only been about four at the yeah. time, so I must have accepted yeah. that. Enough yeah. for that to have landed in my mind that, that he was the doctor was yeah. in danger mm. kind of style with pertwee. I was at that age when, it's just the Doctor. As a kid, it's just the Doctor. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. For for me, Pertwee and Tom Baker, Mm, I'm told, this is the Doctor, so that's the Doctor. Mm -hmm. Going back, I've got to admit, I can't remember Hartnell, I can't remember Troughton, but I have gone back and watched a couple of Troughtons, and I think for me, Moonbase, his second story second third story Mm. is when we have the speech about the some corners of the universe yes that that is it that is where i see the casting and what the casting actor Mm. saw or the casting director Mm. saw Mm. and for me for Trouton, that is when he was i see the reasons why they have cast this This actor actor. okay Mm. the first one i think i discerned an actor, rather than the Doctor, was Peter Davison. Okay, yeah. you got got Castrovalva. Mm-hmm. I don't count that, because he was all over the place. Yeah. Because yeah. of the story. Yeah. The storyline. Yeah. I don't count... Mm-hmm. Fort
3: Doomsday? Because that was his first... Because,
1: first. yeah, mm-hmm. he again, he's still all over the place, because that is his first...
3: Recorded. Recorded. Yeah. Mm.
1: I point to any point in visitation. Mm-hmm. That is when it clicked.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: That, that is sense. when I think... The actor understood the role, and I can see why they cast him. Mm. Any moment out of Visitation, for example, that thing could kill us five times over. Richard Mace, once would be enough. <laughs> and he turns back to argue with him. <laughs> okay, yeah. And Nyssa pulls him away, and they go into the rest of the dialogue. Yeah. Mm. Or... Him physically cringing when the t- when Adric is landing the TARDIS. <laughs> you look at you look at Peter Davison and he's not looking. He yeah. can't look as the TARDIS blinks in and out of. Yeah. You know th- those are the bits for me. That is my earliest time of thinking. Yes, I understand why they've
3: cast this actor. Okay, yeah, mm.
0: yeah. I think mine similarly, Castrovalva. Yeah. yeah, you can't really judge what he's doing on that. I think mine would have probably been kinder. Yeah, I started to see more of the Doctor. In yeah, kinder than than Tristan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, right, yeah. He was such
1: uh, such a well known actor at the time as well. He was, yeah. and, I, yeah. and
0: I had seen him as Tristan. I'd you know grown up grown up on that. And with Tom, for me, it would have been Ark in Space.
2: Mm. Yes,
0: Robot. I enjoyed Robot, and I still look back I was, and I enjoyed Robot. I was just Robot. going to bring
2: up Robot actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Ark in Space, there was just something about that that he got the authority, mm. the tormenting sound. <laughs> Yeah. To get to do what and the interacting with Harry, and even looking back, going back and watching the episodes, that's the point that the characters yeah. almost, he yeah. quickly defined oh, yeah. what it was well, the character he, was he, going then, to be
1: again with, with Tombo. I think it's very much the
2: his, his doctor was Tombo. Oh, mm. good mm. grief, yeah, yeah. As I said to well president earlier, robot, you know, sort of sets the scene primarily because of seeing Tom Baker walking around with no trousers on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah,
2: the nightshirt. Uh, yeah, the nightshirt. You just mm. think to yourself. Yeah, that, that could pretty much carry the entire sort of series. That could.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Capaldi do the same thing?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. That, that was kind of like a throwback to that, really, first wasn't it? Was. it? Yeah,
2: and that's oh, the same. Tom, I wouldn't say Tom played the Doctor with a strong vein of humour, but there was that very eccentric edge yeah, to him. Yeah, mm. Mm. most definitely.
3: For me, I was born two days before the first episode of *Planet of the Spiders*. Yeah, so I don't remember. No. Perjury, no, clearly. <laughs> no. So it, Tom Baker was the Doctor yeah, during my early childhood. Yeah, I remember the regeneration well. But Davidson was still just the Doctor. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't an actor.
1: Uh, I think that's the same between me, between Pertwee and Tom Baker. Yeah, it, there wasn't a conscious. Oh, this no. is a new actor. It, no, the Doctor. No.
0: I think there's an age at which. Yeah. They're the doctor. Yeah. And then there's an age at which you start to see beyond the veil, so yeah. to speak. Mm. And yeah. you start to, you know, like kids watch the episodes and they just start. Oh, we we analyze mm. the yeah. episodes and we criticize so Certainly, certainly mm. thanks
1: to this podcast, we sit there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
0: but I think there is that thing. It's like with Pertwee, I don't remember a point at no. which he wasn't no. the doctor, yeah. even though I knew there was a conscious difference. Tom, kind of less so. Yeah. And then with Davison, definitely god bless his cotton socks colin never Mm. quite got me i love him yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah,
2: i I would say it's all this what i'm gonna say sort of comes sort of slightly out of left field i would say trial of a time lord really yeah i've got Mm. uh, i've i've got to go with andy on this yeah
1: sorry to hijack Mm -hmm. but there was a time point during the colin baker years when i was facing the thing that i faced with the tom baker years Mm -hmm. am i enjoying this Mm -hmm. am i watching it just out of habit Mm. I think it's probably for Colin when it finally clicked was the first episode of Trial of a Time Law, Mind Warp. Mm. Mm. yeah not no, no, I my mean, no mind mind uh, mysterious planet yes. mm. it's when they're walking through the fo- forest and it's a very different doctor then from what we've seen I would say mm.
2: more in the courtroom scenes actually yeah. okay even though poor old Colin Baker is the sort of most maligned of the doctors I think towards the end of his tenure especially to trial of a time lord he is trying to make the character yeah. his own yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. we found out there's a hell of a lot going on behind,
1: behind the scenes now mm. Mm. there's, there's a it. fight between the script mm. editor and the producer
3: yeah well so had walked during yeah. that season didn't they?
0: Um, yeah see for me it'd probably be the two doctors mm. Revelation of the Daleks I quite, yeah. quite got the character as well I think because you had Troughton's Doctor in there it showed you the extreme differences but it was still extensively the same character yeah the other thing with Colin is I didn't have the history of identification within which I did with Peter Davison yeah. so it was to me an unknown actor yeah. to yeah. some extent and it just took a little bit bit longer i think the costume didn't yeah oh, there's the, <laughs>
1: there's a lot yeah. to be right against that yeah. costume it, it,
0: shouldn't. Shouldn't. it shouldn't it shouldn't have any but effect but it... I don't
3: think it mattered to me at the time uh, not, not to the really. age I
2: was myself. Um,
3: but for me Colin I think it's probably quite early it wasn't Twin Dilemma early Yeah. Twin yeah. Dilemma was not good
2: no, <laughs> no, and no.
3: that was a really unfortunate way to introduce that doctor yeah. and that hampered him for the next season Yeah. Yeah. but I think for me there were moments certainly during Attack of Sidemen yeah. where I really warmed his character—you could see—they mm. were still writing it as the Doctor we had in Twin Dilemma. Yeah, that, But he yeah. was trying to play against that. Yeah, mm. difficult to play against it when it's written that way. But yeah, you could see was trying, and I quite liked what he was—he was doing quite early.
0: Because when I got saw him in the stage play, and he played the Doctor pretty much like how he plays on the audios, yeah. and it was a m- oh god, miles away yeah. from the TV yeah. Doctor. Yeah, even the costume was yeah. miles away. They toned it down. They went more for the blue one, and and I started thinking, oh. Please, why couldn't they have let him yeah. do this? Mm. Yeah. But mm. that's not what what JNT wanted. Yeah. No, number seven. Sly. McCoy was yes. a, uh, mm.
3: slower for me with McCoy than it was with Colin. Yeah, that entire first season of McCoy, there was something about his clowning I yeah. just didn't like yeah. at all. Yeah. I can see what he's trying to do he was trying to hark back a bit towards Troughton although mm. more so yeah and, and Time and the Rani complete write-off <laughs> yeah I've got to admit for me Time and the Rani I was still seeing the actor
1: for yeah. me the only things that actually saved Time and the Rani was Kate Amara's performance and Sly's performance yeah I oh, really agree okay. the, for me the, the, the watchable thing if I'm going to go back and watch it I'm going to watch it for those two performances never mind everything else
3: yeah for me the mm. Rani was a pale imitation of the Rani we had yeah. during Collins' mm. era. As the season went by, at first thing I did warm up to him somewhat, although it wasn't really until I think Remembrance yeah.
2: mm, yes. that
3: I really appreciated him and thought, yes, yeah. he's got mm. it. That is the doctor now.
2: Yeah. yeah, During remembrance of the Daleks, where he's given his speech about being the uh, you know, holder of the keys of Rassilon and such, mm. he is showing himself in his what well, you could say his sort of full majesty, yeah. so to mm. speak.
3: Yeah, the way he takes charge of mm. things. Oh, very much so. Yes. And working with Ace as well, I think mm. yeah. he really brought out his Doctor. Yeah, yeah. That duo that really defined that era, I yeah. think.
0: I don't quite want to quite quickly. I would say by the second story, Paradise Towers. I like Paradise Towers. I was, but I was seeing the Doctor. Yeah, I think the character developed greatly with Ace, and I think that yeah. that pairing with Ace and the Doctor was one of those. There's a certain classic yeah. pairings that go through the history. But Paradise Towers, I very much saw him as the Doctor. Yeah, and I quite liked the portrayal. I think because it was, uh, although it was more eccentric and a bit OTT, yeah. it was a bit more closer to the Doctor than mm. the. One we'd had before for a while.
3: Okay, I remember being a bit embarrassed by his performance in a way, in that first season in particular. Mm. In the school playgrounds, yeah. it, it mm. was. You know, uncool them, to be a Doctor Who fan at that time, yeah, and to see the Doctor clowning around made me cringe a bit.
0: <laughs> it, it was uncool in the office as well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just but, generally, it was even more of a time when you didn't mention it, yeah.
3: Um, for
1: me, I gotta go along with Remembrance and uh, Happiness Patrol. patrol. I, I, I shall point yeah. out the moment in Happiness, okay, patrol, yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. I yeah. think. I started warming to him, actually, in the closing moments of Dragonfire. Mm, it's okay. he, his parting oh. with Mel, which was apparently his audition scene.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The,
1: the, the mm-hmm. crazy, living his life like crazy paving. Yeah. That yeah. was literally, I think, I could be mistaken, but I think it was actually a rewrite of his auditioning scene. Wow, why didn't they
3: write for him like that all the season? But
1: well, that's that's the whole point. That was written by Cartmill. The whole season was written by other people, but yeah, that yeah. closing scene was written by Cartmill. Okay, mm. yeah,
3: you've got to thank him a lot for the next yeah. season. We? Yeah. yeah,
1: he 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 joined in the first season to find his feet. Second yeah. season, he took over basically. Yeah. Remembrance, the whole of Remembrance. So many moments in Remembrance. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, The bit I'm going on about with uh, the Happiness Patrol, which has almost become a McCoy staple. The balcony scene, the speech. Mm, Mm. At least from then on, at least once an episode or once a season, we had a particular speech by the Doctor. And and that was it. That was the moment. You like guns, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I like to think... That all the time, that was the Doctor. The whole His whole reign is from the first season, he was just bumbling around having a bit of laugh. Yeah. Then he saw Ace... Something wasn't right with Ace. Yeah. Something has to be fixed with Ace. Yeah. And then we
0: have mm. the manipulating doctor yeah. kicking mm. off. And he's still one of my favourite stories in his season as well when he <laughs> plays Merlin. <laughs> 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 Named my first car after yep. one of those yeah. characters. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's a bit more difficult. <sighs> So you either loved him Or hate
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Well you could
3: If you didn't like the TV movie There's obviously the audios too Yeah I think I, yeah. I, I would be happy To include the audios On this one also, I don't need to Because I i really warmed to him During the TV movie yeah. mm-hmm.
2: Same here yeah. Especially where well He just says
3: I'm alive Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For me Once he got beyond all that uh, Resurrected Jesus stuff Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. am I Yeah. Once mm-hmm. he got to uh, To Grace's house Yes he did the whole Shoes thing Yeah he, It walks mm-hmm.
0: through the window Bloop.
3: Yeah Ignoring the a slightly dodgy effect. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that whole
0: I think,
1: I think there was potential. The first hook, as you're saying, was the, these shoes. Yeah, we're we're having conversation that suddenly it's often a tangent yeah
0: now i i yeah. warm to him very quickly as a doctor even though i, I quite enjoy the film i th- mm, yeah. i suppose in some way it's a guilty pleasure yeah yeah it is what it what it is i love the way he plays the audios and yeah. when he made his appearance in the night of the doctor, the doctor. The doctor. Um, no. and i still think he's visually as the doctor he has been underused and yeah. I still think he yeah. should have been the war doctor I yeah. really do mm. I think they should have given him that yeah. bite of the cherry he should have been the one Bit love John Hurt though. John Hurt's wonderful but I think it should have yeah. been McGann's doctor mm. but no I think he he had that kind of gothic look which was a deliberate thing yeah. because with mm. them going back it was more than just that and he he is that bridge between what Doctor Who was and
2: what it is now,
0: and what it is now. Yeah. yeah. he's the first one to start kissing his assistants he is the first one to look and behave a little bit more like an adult in, in know, some like ways poetry, uh... <laughs> yeah but he's I won't say he's, he's more sexual but yeah. in some ways mm. this doctor is more of a sexual identity than the other doctors he's have got been an healthy. easy
3: charm about him yeah.
0: yeah
2: I must admit when he was you know, sort of looking for um, his trademark costume even though the clothes that he finally tried on was from a Wild Bill Hickok uh, yeah. Wild West show yeah it still had that very familiar edwardian yeah. Yeah. feel to it yeah deliberately mm-hmm. so yeah he
0: wanted to be wearing the leather jacket yeah <laughs> they all yeah. wanted to be wearing yeah. the leather jacket
1: for, for me there was a potential like to begin with the shoes i made the mistake of reading the bbc books which i detested because each oh. book it was a, <laughs> it was a knee-jerk reaction to the seventh doctor so mm. each book had him tied up Trapped, unable to escape, almost dead. Yeah, and I've just discussed in the past that's not my doctor. No, I, no, no. I hated those books. Hated mm. them. Mm-hmm. I think I began to like him again in Storm Warning. Uh, first meeting with Charlie, and was, the, just the the torrent of how oh that's uh, they say hello is that in India? I've played Tiddlywinks with the Zyena and the the, the babble mm-hmm. when he first meets Charlie. I was going to oh, say okay. you
0: have heard him in the audios where he's always getting tied up, beaten up, <laughs> yeah. told. It's <laughs> not, not, not as much as they
1: did with, with the BBC books. Let's BBC face books it, McGann were... gives good torture oh, give <laughs> in in But in the audios, he gets himself out. He's yeah. not rescued.
3: Mm. Okay.
0: Eccleston. Oh. oh, that's a tricky one. Right. Oh, no, not for me. I, I managed to avoid. All of the run I, I'd yeah. heard so many rumours about Doctor Who coming back since it had gone that I, I literally refused to believe any of them nope. until I saw the closing credits yep. play on my TV. <laughs> so I ignored everything. And then I saw one TV trailer, and I was... Doing something and I heard a very familiar Mm. noise (laughs) of a TARDIS and this one character charging away from an explosion and I looked up and I had no idea who this person was, but I knew it was the doctor. Yeah. Mm. Actually, at the trailer, I was sold on the character before I even saw the palm. When I saw those, no, you just straight in there and he, I, I was straight mm. with him yeah mm.
2: interesting I think with the first episode with uh, Rose I just get the impression it wasn't long before the Doctor had come out of his uh, regeneration no, it wasn't
1: I, that's
2: certainly that's the impression that you're given because yeah. when he was in Rose's kitchen he sort of was feeling looking, his face looking and, at the mirror
3: yeah that yeah. yeah. could suggest that he couldn't face himself could be. couldn't look in the mirror for a yeah. long time mm-hmm. but for me yeah I definitely the trailers I thought yeah it looks great it, he looks like the Doctor standing there in the concert room with with rose but then when it came to the actual episode there was that great moment with him with the earth with yeah. the earth moving that yes maybe but to the rest of it not quite i don't know and then three days later he quit as a doctor yeah <laughs> which added an extra barrier yeah. why should i get to like this guy why yeah. should i accept him as a doctor mm. he's soddy off any minute um, yeah. so it took me quite a long time to gradually accept him yeah. as a doctor because he was a very different doctor yeah. to oh, anyone yeah. we would seen yeah. before as well it probably wasn't until quite close to the end of the, se- the season that I actually felt, yeah, this really is the Doctor now. you got those great moments in Bad Wolf, yeah. maybe, particularly that speech right at the end to the Daleks, I'm coming to get Rose, I'm coming to really save you. Yeah. Then, yes, by that point, yes, but it had been a very gradual ramp up and i can't really say mm. when he became the doctor um,
2: um i would have to say the empty child and the doctor dances
3: again there were great moments in there i
1: could
2: yeah, point I mean, to it's one just, saying that just, was just yeah. to use the phrase everybody lives yeah mm. yeah
3: yeah, uh, yeah that was great
1: i'm for the point of this argument i'm willing to accept a gentle slide yeah it's, uh, his first portrayal w- watching the trailer it was okay let's see how we're going to do with this he didn't hook me on the trailer okay the first portrayal of him in rose i didn't think they had I had chosen correctly. Mm-hmm. I was really, I don't think the guy's got it. Bear with me. There is a false sense of uh, bravado, false frivolity. He yeah. seemed to be playing and joking with the role when it shouldn't be played mm. and joked with. Yeah. however, having said that, you then had New Earth, uh, not no, not New Earth, um, end, the of, the end of the world, end of the world, end of the world, the scene in the uh, the Jeffrey's tube with Job, yeah. mm. and the single tear, and it suddenly snaps back into focus that something terrible has happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that suddenly brought what we've had before. Into focus. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He was you
3: know, clearly playing that deliberately. Yeah. yeah,
1: it is false bravado because it is false bravado. He's yeah. put, putting on a face. Yeah. yeah
0: I've, I've, other than the opening scenes where he got me coming out, my thing. it was the moment, it was very early on, when it was like he grabbed hold of Rose's hand and just said, run, and I'm like, <laughs> it's the doctor. <laughs> he's, grabbed, he's grabbed the nearest pretty girl in his shirt and he's shouting, run. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> nearest pretty girl in trouble. Mm-hmm. All right, David Tennant. This one, I've got to admit, is very early for me. Very Mm. early. I also understand and know why, because the whole episode is geared to the fact that the Doctor isn't there and everything Mm. is going wrong. Yes. For me, it is literally the miss-me moment when it it builds (laughs) up to that crescendo (laughs) with the the, the translation voice, everything, and the doors open and there he is. Mm. Mm. It is followed up coincidentally by tooth and claw Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. is a wonderful scene in tooth and claw where the doctor doesn't actually say anything it's queen victoria discussing the tragedy of missing people Mm -hmm. the hope that they're always there and it is the look on Tennant's face the look of complete Mm. tragedy on Uh his face
0: i i wasn't sure with the christmas invasion as you say until you get to that bit. i'm the no second chances kind of doctor new earth I I kind of started to get there with him. Yeah. And it yeah, it's for me it was Tooth and Claw and the ha- and mm. the nail in the coffin was really was school reunion as yeah, well. Yeah, oh god, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. The pool scene. Mm. Yeah. It would have been the talent of Christmas Invasion, Beginning of New Earth, I yeah. think when I got to grips with him.
2: Mm. As for myself, I mean, here's another one from completely from left field. Family of Blood. Okay.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's
2: just in the final 20 minutes where he reverses change back to the doctor being John Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All those things that we take for granted, meeting someone, raising a family and such, all those things are denied to him because Mm. he is the doctor. Yeah. Mm. We realise that and he realises that
1: he's trampling on you is the, the beautiful scene when he's holding mm. the watch um uh, how how comes i can hear him how's the, oh it's probably an excitation of the telepath is that
2: what it sounds like know, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's
1: the the way he can yeah, sort of he, flick the switch and flick he, him on
2: he realises yeah. he is the doctor yeah. that is his glory and his doom yeah for me it was definitely christmas invasion
3: yeah even going in i expected to like him i knew yeah. he was a fan Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen him in Casanova. I yeah, thought oh he was God, great yeah. in Casanova. Very good. He had great charm, great wit, great comic timing. Uh, and Quaintness Experiment, of mm. course, which is yep. the live thing, which is when he found out he was a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And in that, he played a very down-to-earth, very real character. Yeah. Completely mm. different. To his, so I thought, this guy can really act. Oh, yeah. And Between those two roles, you could see there was a the doctor in that range right there. Then Christmas Invasion. Even just early stuff, like on the balcony. Mm. Jackie, what was it? Um need you to shut up now. <laughs>
4: yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Then definitely the moment doors open, did you miss me? Yeah. Mm. And of course we all thought yes, we did miss the doctor. <laughs> also at the end, the six words. Oh yeah, great stuff. So by the end of the episode, I was completely convinced he could mm-hmm. do the whole garret. Yeah. yeah.
2: And how did he get that tangerine in his dressing? Room? <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: So come any other episode after that, I didn't need further convincing. <laughs> Jackie
0: was going out with a grain grower or something
3: <laughs> in his sleep. Yeah. yeah. Howard was it? I can't remember. <laughs> I think the next one might be more controversial though,
1: maybe. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Oh
3: we're on to number
1: 11 (laughs) shall i i should shall i do first stab or do you want to gene
0: yeah you go for it (laughs) okay
1: Uh, okay i don't think it was until uh the doctor's wife wow okay Mm. for me as late as that i I need to
3: mid second season yeah
1: i didn't like various things that were happening didn't like his portrayal, and i'm consciously aware of i didn't want it to be but he was the youngest doctor there i didn't want that to be the reason for me not liking him but it i acknowledge that fact that he's Mm -hmm. the youngest one there 11th hour what Mm -hmm. could have been a brilliant scene i think it is a brilliant scene but it's when we're summing up the atraxi Mm. they've got he's got prisoner zero the atraxi have gone away Mm -hmm. and he calls him back You have that wonderful little montage, which I still think is very good of all those different little scenes. But it's the placing. The adventure is over. He's called them back to bully them. Why bully them? If they'd have done that scene before they had Prisoner Zero, it wouldn't stick in my craw as much. It's the fact that he called them back.
3: He didn't do any harm. He just warned them off.
1: Why? They've got it. They've gone. If you'd have done it, beforehand i don't like what moffat has done it was first used in the uh force of the dead He's playing on his reputation it works slightly better because it gets them out mm-hmm. but playing on the reputation after the mission has finished after the, the adventure is over pulling them back just to slap their wrists yeah,
3: i like the, it but, uh... <laughs> the, 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 yeah uh, but when did you like yeah, when it's when of, if, uh, if ever did, did um, he become a doctor the
1: then? christmas cow i love ah, okay. the, i love the whole halfway out of the dark mm-hmm. that was that was wonderful and then that was the first scene it tripped me up again in Day of the Moon Impossible Astronaut mm-hmm. bullying factor again there was a little bit of bullying in that that I didn't like but I think Christmas Cow is yes perhaps we have something here and then it was the whole Paul trial during The Doctor's Wife especially mm-hmm. the end bit yeah. this is when we talked yeah mm-hmm. that, that was beautiful and sublime and then from there on and having said all that I wish we had another year of him I wish we yeah. had another
0: year of Matt Smith But we didn't. It's really difficult because when I watched this episodes, I really took a long time to warm to him. I won't say quickly became the Doctor. I became aware he was the Doctor (laughs) that I was going to have to put up with. (laughs) (laughs) Around about Vincent and the Doctor. But I didn't like the characterisation we'd been given of the Doctor. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I thought it was... Matt. Yeah. You know, nothing, no disrespect to him. But it took me really to the next season, and it was, say, you know, with things like The Doctor's Wife, to realise it wasn't Matt. (laughs) It was the production style that was was grating on me, which was making me have difficulty to associate and feel with him. Again, The the Doctor's Wife I absolutely loved, and it it really wasn't until we got after that Mm. that I started to Mm. warm to him slightly. Watching them back yeah the same characters there in those first stories Hmm. it really was a case of there's something about it that wasn't sitting right with me and it was the fact that later on I realised it wasn't the actor there's just something about that we don't all like the same type of music or Mm -hmm. what have you there was something about that that Mm -hmm. just wasn't sitting right with me that first season and I'm similar yeah I think he got more of a better ride towards his end Yeah, and it would have been nice to see another season of him but I don't know if I would have felt any more or less about the character at the end of the season he isn't my least favourite Doctor and there are some lovely episodes and there's some lovely scenes and lines come out of it but it's not the era I'll probably go back to watch the most episodes and some of that's because it's hard to watch them in isolation mm. because of the story yeah. arcs yeah. and mm-hmm. that kind of mm-hmm. stuff
2: and Apart from uh, the first episode where Matt Smith appears as the Doctor I feel he didn't really sort of come into his own until about the time of Angels around that episode really. It's only episode 3 Yeah, so because even though we sort of touched on the Weeping Angels in Blink you know, with uh, David Tennant's Doctor, the Doctor is more, explored more and the Angels are explored more in this episode. Yeah, mm. and Gamb- back to the whole um, sort of fez wearing and sort of mop mm. carrying aspect of the Doctor I think that's trying to hop back a bit too much to um, Patrick Troughton mm. you know the clown the fool and things oh yeah like that. he was definitely influenced by Patrick mm. Troughton yeah. that's well, he, he, his he favourite said,
0: Doctor I think that might be one of my problems with, uh, with uh, um, <laughs> Max sorry with <laughs> Max yeah. yeah. <laughs> is the story seemed to rotate and concentrate more on Amy and Amy and Rory than the Doctor mm. I knew much more about her character development than I did about the Doctor so to speak especially that first kind of season it's coming in later stories where it, it started to become Assistant Who mm. rather than Doctor being the lead the centre etc that, that was deliberate it,
3: it might have been deliberate the feeling is that the Doctor doesn't change so how do you keep the show fresh and mm. bring in a different oh, yeah. all the time. for me Matt Smith was a doctor immediately, even before 11th hour, the end of The End of Time Part yeah. 2. It was such a dreadfully maudling ending for Tennant Yeah, that the moment he regenerated and he went into that great joyous moment of TARDIS crashing all that yeah. and the upbeat mm-hmm. music. Geronimo. And him, yeah, Geronimo. It, That, yeah, absolutely. I want more of that. I want (laughs) less of what came a few minutes ago. Yeah. So, and then by the time we got to 11th hour, you know, you can never tell from regeneration. No, no. But I was hopeful, very hopeful And then 11th hour cemented it completely. Yeah. Straight off of the crash landing, uh, strange foods and uh, walking into the tree. Walking into the tree. Yeah, absolutely. All of that stuff. And then you have the moment of the, believe me, just for 20 more minutes. Yeah. The whole lot. And uh, I never look back, really, with Matt Smith. <laughs> he was my doctor, in a way that no doctor had been before. And mm. to me, up to that point, I couldn't have told you my favourite doctor. Yeah. They're all doctor, they're all yeah. my favourite, equally, but uh, Matt Smith... Somehow became a new level.
2: More favourite than... Yeah, you know, exactly, yeah. H-
0: having a hot assistant probably helped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Certainly did. Yeah. And, uh,
3: you said, for you, Matt Smith got stronger as season yeah. it went on. For me, not that The Doctor got weaker, but the show got weaker. Season five is my favourite of his. Six, a little bit less than that. Seven, a fair bit less than that. Yeah. Mm. Though I would like to see another season of Matt Smith, I wouldn't particularly want to see another Matt- season of Matt Smith with Clara. Because right. mm-hmm. that didn't yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. Which brings us on to capacity. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And finally. And finally, so
2: far, because
1: we, we don't know about jody nope no i don't think we can count that
0: it- yeah we if we're calling them what's 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 Kapaldi, what's what's capaldi and it? it's but that's an otter <laughs> <laughs> sure. i thought
1: that was an otter <laughs> anyway capaldi yeah I, I think it's got to be again first episode mm. okay off. Mm. the standout moment i think for me was the just see me scene where they're standing outside just after or during the phone call from matt yeah what what got me was the fact that Poundley said, is that the doctor exactly the same way that Matt Smith said, is that the doctor? Yes. Yeah. So you get the impression that, yes, that man is now in that body <laughs> <laughs> and he's desperately just trying to be recognised by someone mm. as who he is.
0: Okay. That's good. That sold me with The Assistant. I think this bit that's, again, for me, it was straight off from deep breath. Yeah, I think the bit for me that actually sold me it was the doctor was when he's having the conversation with the dinosaur, <laughs> 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 and it was like it just harked back, you know, yeah. the fact that yeah there are humans, but I'm I'll talk to anyone. <laughs> yeah. um, it did remind me very much of the Pertwee regeneration. Yeah, so maybe there was a, an element of warming to the childhood in me. And the fact that I could see this doctor was going to go off on his own at some point. He's, he was a bit more alien than Matt Smith, and to an extent, Tennant's doctor had been. And mm. I quite liked. Children's quite human. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I quite liked that going back to being, I'm not a human being, I walk in eternity. Mm. I liked that reintroduction of us actually having an alien as the lead mm, character. Being
2: reminded of the Being reminded yeah. there.
0: But yeah, that scene, it annoyed me slightly. And I know why it was in there. Yeah. The whole having to have Matt Smith introduce yeah, the yeah. older doctor you didn't have to have it introduce no. the younger doctor but we had to mm. introduce an older doctor but yes I did like the way it was done yeah yeah I don't do cuddles <laughs> but no he was well I pretty much sold very early on yeah. to point I knew the angel is mm. Linton was the yeah. doctor yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay
2: where the Doctor's character was emphasised most was, I mean, I'd say Flatline, actually. Mm. Mm. Me too. Because, I mean, at that yeah. time, Clara was in very much danger of eclipsing the Doctor as the principal character in the series. Well, that was mm. my opinion anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. i similar to that written yeah. down right
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said the one before that, Mummy on the Express, because Clara's almost sidelined yeah, through most of that one. Ended.
2: It's just that scene in the, t- in the tunnel... With mm-hmm. the two-dimensional beings. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like Sheridan sort of saying, get the hell out of our galaxy. Yeah,
3: yep. yeah, yeah. I, I agree. For me, Capaldi is probably the most problematic doctor since Equiston. It took me a long time yeah. to warm mm-hmm. up to him. Didn't help that they were trying to recover from a frankly bungled introduction of Clara in 7B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were desperately trying to give Clara some reason well, to exist, some kind yeah, of personality. Yeah, she didn't have any personality mm-hmm. at yeah. that point. Mm. Which sidelined Capaldi's doctor terribly, mm. I thought. And he was deliberately—he was a very cold, standoffish doctor, and that made it very difficult for me to accept him as the doctor.
1: I may up to point also the fact that you, you liked Matt Smith so exactly, much—that yeah. is another. Yeah.
3: Which is frankly the problem that Clara had too, to an extent, although there was the the writing. Yeah, well, but also she was following my favourite companion. Yeah, wasn't. yeah, and also the Doctor following my favourite I mean, Doctor. Is... Did you see? Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: did you see uh, Peter Capaldi as a, well as a usurper?
0: Not
3: really, but he had a lot to live up to.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's the problem.
0: I think it's interesting as well that I've noticed a lot of the people that quite liked Capaldi were Pertwee, Tom Baker-era people, not just us, he on, on yeah. the net, whereas a lot of more of the people that he didn't quite sit right are mm. later... And I wonder if it's because we see our childhood, a um, mind of our childhood doctors in him, whereas Possibly. other people yeah. don't. And in 20 years' time, if someone plays a character and it's similar to Matt's character... Mm-hmm. There'll be a new generation going around, oh, don't Whereas an older generation going, oh, that reminds me, yeah, oh, he loves <laughs> Fezzes, and it's just that. <laughs> that comfortableness well, of maybe. the character mm.
3: that familiarity but again as with Andy there, it's probably episode 9 it's yeah. heck of a long way into the, yeah. the 12 episode season Flatline because I really started to appreciate him for what he was doing the dad dancing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that great scene as you said in the tunnel where mm. he does effectively the, the same did you miss me moments yes. that the yeah. does yeah. Christmas Invasion yeah. he owns them like a boss yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> there yeah that is the Doctor mm. right there doing that I can absolutely see it and even the whole thing with him talking Clara through how to be the Doctor, yeah, mm. helps sell the fact that he is the Doctor, mm. yeah, because only the Doctor could tell somebody else how yeah. to and m- also behave like the Doctor. It's
1: also his reaction to the fact that she does it so well,
3: yeah, mm. yeah,
2: which is so, rather disconcerting. Yeah,
3: mm. although I do like some of the earlier episodes, particularly *Mummy or Express*. Yeah. It still wasn't really until a bit after that that, that I really started. To, that's the moment when it is, clicked. There's the Doctor. Yeah, but even after that, it's still wobbly bits. Yeah, I,
1: no, I understand where you're coming from because. Uh, it's the same for me it's the same with Matt Smith yeah. yes I like this yes I like that but there was a couple of wobbly episodes yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: I wonder what they're going to do with our next Doctor Witaka Witaka <laughs> um, if because obviously there's, there's... she's the a <laughs> the doctor sorry <laughs> so we're going to have <laughs> the regeneration at Christmas oh, but I, we've got a new writer and all the rest of it yeah. so I suspect there's going to be new no dovetailing yeah. between yeah. the two so there's going to be well, no phone calls how, I wouldn't expect how are they going are they going to if they'll start giving uh, those kind of like strong speeches from the offset mm. because they're probably going to think they're going to have to sell her to us I yeah. think yeah, mm, yeah. and it's going to be interesting you've always got to sell the new actor to the fans even the younger fans to an extent yep but They've obviously... Stakes
3: are
1: higher. Yeah, yeah, the stakes are higher
0: on this one for for multiple reasons. And I wonder how they're going to do it. Wait and see.
1: Yeah. Mm. From from what I've seen, since we found out she's being cast, I've scoured around and watched what else she's been in. And she is a very capable
3: actress. She can handle what is going to be thrown at her, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. There's nothing wrong with her acting chops. Oh, no. But then no. I always said the same about Equiston and Capaldi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both great actors, mm-hmm. but both of them it took me a while to warm up to their mm-hmm. doctors, so, uh, yeah, so there's it, no guarantee.
0: Uh, <laughs> at, at the end, I mean, we've seen it with Colin. At the end of the day, you can have a really good actor who wants to play a really good part, but the part they're given isn't not. isn't right. Yeah. It, it was never that Colin wasn't very good as a doctor. It's just they he would was, let him be the doctor he should have been. They they wrote a bad doctor given the for song. material. Yeah. some of what will happen with the 14th doctor it will be blamed on Jodie 13th yeah 13th whatever the new doctor <laughs> but it's more going to be a yeah. case of how it's written and it is are they going to write someone that everyone likes there's going to be people out there that are gonna, not mm. going to like her for the hell of it it's yeah. well, that's, that's already happened no. yeah. <laughs>
3: sight
0: unseen they, they hate Whitaker but you know but, yeah, it's, <laughs> all, it's all down yeah it's it's not the actor's words it's, it's the writer's it's an words. words it's, an ensemble it's the piece. director's direction
3: yeah. although obviously in this case chibnall knows whittaker yeah personally that, with her, and i'm sure that she's likely to have a good deal of input yeah on her character which i don't think colin got as much of as he no, have liked.
1: No, as you're saying as moffat says you don't necessarily need to write a personality for the doctor because the actor brings that with them.
3: Yeah, certainly at the beginning you write a fairly generic Doctor yeah. and
0: let them fill yeah. the void.
1: Yeah, and then, you, then mm. after the first season you start to write to their strengths.
0: Yeah, it will be interesting. It will be, mm. it will be. Yep. I'm hopeful, I'm excited yes. about it. Uh, yes, we shall see. You could always write to us and tell us at what point you Please thought the Doctor was the Doctor, or a particular actor. You can send us your emails at show... At... Staggering stories. Dot <laughs> Please write to us.
3: Feedback, we don't have any feedback. Oh, we're no.
0: hang on. If we say that, we're going to get 50 or <laughs> pieces yeah, of feedback yeah.
3: next week. Well, we said it last time, I and mean, nobody wrote to us this time.
0: is anybody listening? <laughs> it's because they're all on holiday, they're yeah. all off enjoying yeah. themselves yeah. on watching holiday, the eclipse, yeah. Yeah. watching yeah. eclipses Either that, or
1: they've all been turned to lizard people, mm. maybe yeah. wouldn't be the first or, time, or eaten by triffids mm. so They yeah. go to over warp 10. Yeah, yeah,
0: yep. See, it's because everyone's off enjoying themselves, can't be bothered to listen to some daft little podcast. <laughs> so, I suppose we better go home then. I think
2: so. I think mm. we've
0: whittled
3: on quite enough. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Like 45 minutes. Or so, that's a slightly second. longer than I anticipated, but there's, yeah, there's I do apologise.
0: You can't help it. We're going down memory lane. Oh. <laughs> it's a long <laughs> lane for some of us. There are a lot of
3: doctors now to cover. There is. Well, we didn't even include some of them. Yeah. Like the war doctor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Pass. <laughs> I liked it pretty quickly, but anyway.
3: Um, first episode. <laughs> (laughs) Maybe not the first one. Just the back of his head. Just the the one line. (laughs) That's John Hurt!
0: (laughs) Is that the doctor's name? (laughs) So, Crumbly, Mm. would you lead us out? Yes. Would you lead us out with the letter O? O.
2: O. O. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Yay! (laughs) but never fear in the next one there'll be more of the same oh my, oh, my giddy more fun frivolity and jollity more news and reviews more who old and new so until that octopoidal <laughs> obstification obfuscation
0: obvious uh,
2: obviously <laughs> octogonal shut
1: up <laughs> I'm making it up as I go along she's not here I can get away with these things
2: ogly arc Ooh. Ooh. of
0: over exuberance comes over
2: exerting <laughs> itself towards us this would me a We're seeing seeing you. Goodbye. Au
0: revoir. Bye bye. You have been listening to Staggering Stories Podcast Series 1, number 270, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Ridler, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and do not necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Yeah. Too late. would you kindly go <laughs> to the bathroom? though, in the bathroom,
2: fun <laughs> again.
0: <laughs>
2: more news and reviews, more who all the new <laughs> you go to
0: sleep. Even yours getting disinterested. Somebody poking. <laughs>
2: oh, my mental train's been derailed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, can you move the movement? Because all I can see is his <laughs> genitalia. he's flashing his bum at me <laughs> there's nothing there he's got no external he's got a gen- fluffy little lump <laughs> <laughs>
2: well he thinks you're the snork maiden I mean, <laughs>
0: <laughs> take your bum <laughs> snork on this <laughs> I don't like it when you do that
3: <laughs> how many Jodie Whitsker yeah. cosplayers I wonder oh, there, there's mm. been a
0: couple it does get, over here we don't seem to do cosplay as no we don't seem to we don't do cosplay nearly as much as they do in america no and we don't seem to do cosplay as much as we used to when we first yeah. did conventions yeah mm. there seems to be a lot more cosplay going on back then there no, is now there
2: again have you there get been cosplay water?
0: at the, at the comic cons
2: yeah the comic cons yeah but
0: mm. at just general dot two conventions
2: like who feel? There again, like, I mean, like, have any official uh, pictures of, uh, sort of Jodie Whittaker? The, being the only yet? one, they, no. the only one cosplay they've been doing is that little short
1: yeah. that we saw, mm. which is the um, the overcoat and mm. the hoodie.
0: Yeah, which isn't
1: her yeah. costume. Yeah. It Won't be her. No, you
3: know, no. no, 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 no. But that's all they've got to go on. Mm. Yeah. And they haven't started filming yet, so. Mm-hmm. I don't suppose she's even had her costume
1: fitting yeah, they're, they're, that As I said, you've got a costumer sitting in a wardrobe room somewhere. Sort mm-hmm. of, no. use no. that. No, no. As long
0: as she's still got a frock-like coat yeah. of yep. some yeah. sort. Because yeah. even the leather jacket was still in that kind long, of, like, it was a longish longer. jacket. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah so as long as the the overtones of the something, costume are still there
1: something can look dramatic in the wind
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
4: when well, she's got wind <laughs> <laughs> you never like. she just flaps out behind her, <laughs>